As I said, on Tuesday night, uh, some most of you weren't here, we had a KC Mass, but sometimes God gives, uh, gave the prophets words, and sometimes he gave them actions. Sometimes those actions were, were for the prophet in order to, for the prophet to understand what God was doing, and sometimes the actions were uh, to the people of Israel or Judah for them to understand and for them to uh, begin to uh, put together what God was saying to them. And today we have one of those actions that God gives to Jeremiah uh, for his own understanding. And Jeremiah then can use that in his preaching in order to help the people to understand what God is doing. It, I don't know if you've ever had an experience of watching a potter at work or uh, knowing much. Uh, a number of years ago, I was um, actually, it was north of Lucan or south of Lucan. I get my directions mixed up. Uh, there was a potter who he had the second largest wood fire kiln in the state of Minnesota. The largest uh, is at um, uh, the University of St. John in at Collegeville, but the second largest. In, we went out to visit him, I and a few, uh, couple teachers and, and uh, another staff member because we were looking at uh, some projects for some ceramics around the, around the school and the church. And it was amazing to, to just kind of listen to him, to talk. Uh, to, he told us about the temperatures and everything like that, why a wood-fired kiln is uh, so much more interesting than a, an electric kiln. Wood fired because the uh, the ash kind of settles and it makes it, it makes it a little bit uh, more glassy looking or, and various other things more than I could say. But we asked him about the whole idea of forming the clay and he said, well, if uh, once it's fired, it's worthless. If if the pot that you're making or the vessel you're making doesn't turn out the way you want it to and it's already fired, it is worthless. All you can do is break it up and throw it away. In fact, in Israel, the, the uh, maybe you, you, you've heard it, we've heard the term every once in a while, how after um, Judas killed himself, they went out and bought Potter's Field. That's a re- reference to the, the, the scraps, the broken pots, the shards that are left behind. But before it's fired, before the pot is fired, you can reform it. So if it's sitting there, and it, because it had to sit there between uh, when you put it on the on the um, the turntable, whatever I forget the uh, whatever that is, whatever it's called, it doesn't matter. Uh, and before you fire it, you have to let it dry a little bit more naturally because the clay, in order to work, it has to be very wet. But if it starts to sag while it's sitting there, you just put it in water, and then you reform it, and you reform it, and you reform it. Jeremiah was told by God, shown by God, that God wants to constantly reform his people, that we're not done yet. And when are we done? Well, that's in our death. But we are, as individuals, are not done yet, nor are we done as a nation or, or a people of God. The God is constantly, he has his hands on us. He's constantly forming us. If it seems a little uh, painful at times, well, yeah, it is. But there's nothing more beautiful either. 
because the Lord knows us and knows how we're going to turn out. He sees how it is. And so he invites us to constantly come to him to be reformed, to be, to be renewed. A number of, a few years ago when we were celebrating, not celebrating, marking the 500th anniversary of the uh, um, Protestant Reformation and revolt, uh, is what some would call it, um, we had a prayer service at, at the church where I was at the time. Uh, one of the people that wrote this prayer service that was used actually by uh, Pope Francis as, as they commemorated that uh, anniversary as well. Uh, was there, happened to be there with Pope Francis and various other things, but the reading they had was about the need for reformation. The need for pruning it was the vine and the branches. And I shared that. I, I was asked to preach on that particular passage, and the, the person came up to me afterward and said, I've never heard a Catholic talk about Reformation. <laughs> well, isn't that what we're about, though? We're not about reforming the church in our image, but rather letting the faith form us, letting God form us. This day, let's let God form us. And even if it's a little painful, we know that in the end, it will be beautiful.